Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of The Finance Bro, where we have real conversations with real people about money. Today, I have a special guest on the show, my brother, Logan Halliwell. Um, we've started doing some work together um, and spend a lot of time together. And, you know, through this time, we definitely got to, you know, learn about each other and, and grow closer as friends. And I've been learning a lot from him. Um, and I'm really excited to have him on here because he he's he's done some interesting things in life that, uh, that most people only wonder about. So I can't wait to hear, you know, for him to share about himself. Hey, go ahead and introduce yourself, brother, and we'll go from there. Actually, I don't know. Let me do that again. That was good. I like was that. It? Was it? Yeah. That you didn't stutter once. You didn't do anything once. I was ready to go. Yeah. If you think if you think I'm not like don't look ready to go, it's because like I'm listening to you. Because okay. as much as as much as this podcast is about like to me about like portraying a good image, yeah. I'm less worried about that as opposed to the content of the conversation. Right. 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 Okay. All right. Cool. Let me. <clears throat> But I know you can do it again, so I, I just do it oh, again. Yeah, that was perfect. Close to it. All right, let's get it. Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of The Finance Bro, where we have real conversations with real people about money. Today, I have my, a special guest on the show, my brother, Logan Halliwell. Uh, we started doing some work together, and through this time, definitely got to learn a lot about each other, and definitely, definitely um, like the individual that this man is. Uh, he's definitely going to grow, growing to do some great things, and I'm just glad to be a friend. So... Welcome to the show, brother. You want to introduce yourself before we get started? Absolutely. Eric, first and foremost, uh, thanks for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to be a part of this uh, awesome discussion and conversation. I, I appreciate it. it uh, I've noticed from, from afar what uh, you and your network have been doing. And now that I'm a, a part of that network, it's, it's, it's exciting. I'm very excited for you and for myself. Thank you, thank you. So, hey, what? So, what do you do? What? What? What do you? Just, you know, don't you? You done some acting before or something? You know, that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of acting, a <laughs> little, little, little bit of entertainment work. Um, just in terms of, um, getting really lucky to work with a lot of creatives who do print work, which is just modeling, like uh, pictures and and. It's all on websites and digitized now, but it used to be in magazines. That's why I believe it was called print because it was in uh, newspapers, magazines, stuff like that. Um, not a runway guy. I didn't hit. I'm not six. No. I'm not six ten like you, Eric. You know, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, <right>. I'm not. <laughs> um, so I I steered away from that. But some hosting, brand ambassadoring. Sorry about that. Um, a bunch of stuff but acting is my first love i i i love the learning process when it comes to acting mm -hmm. it's one of the first times i was able to teach myself something oh, wow. and i didn't i was i was gifted a lot of um a lot of guidance from my mom mm -hmm. she she uh she was off broadway uh which basically just means getting close to Broadway, which is oh, wow. the ultimate pinnacle of, of not just theater, but acting. Because in my opinion, theater is, is quite, quite difficult. Live audiences in, in any art form. It's, it's, it's not just difficult, but it's also, it's a double-edged sword. It's extremely difficult and challenging because mm -hmm. things can go wrong, but the payoff 
when it's done right is unlike uh, really anything. Oh, wow. I actually yeah. haven't really looked much into theater. I'm going to have to look into it a little bit. Well, I mean, if you've ever gone to a show, and that brings me to my, I'll get back on topic, but on what I do, if you've ever gone to like a music show, that's, mm -hmm. to me, that's a, that's a form of theater. Because hmm. it's live, it's performance art is the correct mm -hmm. term, I believe. Oh. All right, see, I'm learning already. <laughs> you're, you're teaching me on the show. <laughs> nah, you're being, you're being humble because the, the other thing I do and the reason we know each other is through uh, managing my musician and my artist, Prince Lawrence. Um, shout out to Prince Lawrence. Shout out to and Prince Lawrence. Shout out to uh, Ben Prepare. Ben Prepare? Hey. Ben Prepare. That's, that's Prince Lawrence's uh, his message, his motto, and his company and business. But Eric, really, you came in at a pivotal time for us in terms of structuring up mm. getting serious really getting disciplined and methodical about planning and it was perfect it was at the, it was at the perfect time um i'm gonna be like very 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 honest here too it it was just as i'm sure you felt it was when working with multiple people as much as people complain about the nine times you work with someone and things go wrong, mm -hmm. you really got to key into that gratitude about that one in, in 10, one in a million, one in a thousand. Cause those are, those are connections that you never know what they're going to lead to. And now look, a year later, you and I are on a podcast together. Like, I know, right. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And more, more importantly, change you know what i mean it's an active change in my life financially professionally all of it bro spiritually mm -hmm. whatever you want to say like just because to me it's all connected but that's just my opinion um let me let me just get the quick bullet points out too on what i do um been really lucky to do some professional acting since i was 18 years old oh that's cool some some entertainment work um as I mentioned in terms of modeling, also dabbled in photography, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, music management, managing um, uh, my artist, Prince Lawrence. And then I always, ever since I was a kid, and because I didn't, I, I didn't end up getting a degree, a mm -hmm. uh, college degree, I went to college for one year and then went to pursue my acting career. Mm -hmm. um, and was really just lucky and, and thankful for, for a lot of the opportunities I got. So what I'm saying though, is I've always had a third rotating job for the past decade or so. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that because one of the reasons I fell in love with acting was I was like, when I was young, I was like, all right, what job can I do that does every job mm. or gets to try every job? And really, it's a lot deeper than that, because here I was, you know, a five-year-old being like, I want to be an astronaut and in the military and <laughs> uh, hippie and uh, like all this, like, and a climate activist. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying literal things. I'm just yeah. saying my, my dreams were 
well widespread. widespread thank you um what i learned was it was actually deeper than that I, the acting craft is very old mm-hmm. and it's connected if you research it it's 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 segued and connected throughout the years with um spiritual practices okay uh, a lot of religions a mm-hmm. lot of um you know i i don't want to bore you and give you inaccurate history but from my recollection of my readings there's a lot of philosophers who were also politicians who were also maybe priests who were also Im- just important people who would really sponsor not just bread and circuses mindless entertainment for the masses but serious discussions via the platform of a show mm. acting theater music and i don't have to tell you you know there's a lot of i, I there's a lot of oral history that goes on when it comes to acting. Like, and I, I view acting as, as a good actor thinks acting is faking it. Being able, as I've told you, like, in my, this is just my opinion, a good actor, sorry, a bad actor, a bad actor thinks good acting is faking, lying, deceiving getting getting someone to believe something that's not real illusionary stuff um when i got to the professional level what i realized very quickly by getting my uh for lack of a better word took us handed to me i i i met a lot of resistance and challenges and just didn't book jobs at first because i couldn't compete with the people who who really were tapped into what good acting was mm-hmm. which is realness you know honesty you don't have to have gone through the experience you are portraying mm-hmm. but if you look out throughout your past and your other family members past and and people you're connected to you'd be surprised by what you have gone through and touched mm-hmm. in terms of experience, emotions, all the above. Um, and then how do you portray that? And if you don't fake it and force it, and it really comes naturally to you, it's all, you really become a storyteller, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Which is important. And you yeah as i had said about oral history and stuff like and when i say oral history just for the listener what i'm saying is history that's been talked about it can be a story about your family that your grandma told you you know it can be a story about the neighborhood that your neighbor told you it it's information passed on through speech um before written records that's that's how we passed on our history you know yeah yeah but i'm i'm getting all over the place in terms of topics because i love i love to just to talk um but um so i i did have a question for you so yeah you know especially so now that you went into acting one i can tell that 
in order to be, I guess, a successful actor, you have to be extremely disciplined. Um, is that is that is that a fair assumption? Depends on your definition of success. You, as you've seen with music, anyone the the playing field is somewhat leveling in terms of talent. In my opinion, you don't have to have talent. Hmm. You can be untalented. But if you work hard or if you work smart, mm-hmm. you will get ahead. Okay. Obviously, obviously, it helps a lot to have talent. Um, but I, I can't understate more. I can't overstate, sorry, more like how important discipline is to me when it comes to acting craft. Because I, as I had said, I just compared it to spiritual, some spiritual practices and mm-hmm religions and certain stuff and i'm not saying it's a religion or a spiritual practice or even a massive cult what i'm saying is it's it's very deep work Mm. and similar to language or business or finance or any really any craft or topic eventually you're going to hit a level where you can't fake it You're going to be around people who are really about it. They've been doing this for a while. Mm. And they've not just been doing it and practicing it. They've been living, breathing, sleeping, embodying it. And just being extremely honest individuals who know themselves really well and therefore can be real and present in the moment. Mm. And connect to a logic that is really clean and flows. Um, can you ask me the the? So yeah, yes. To answer your question, discipline to me is the bone structure of like the acting. Like it's it's what keeps all the things I love to do and I'm naturally talented at doing. It keeps them together. Because mm. eventually I uh, hit a level, you know, where I where I walked into an acting room or, or an audition and like was too dramatic or too understated or mm. too something, and you feel it right away if you've been doing it long enough, you know. Yeah, you can sense it. So now, with the discipline that you've learned throughout, you know, your time with with acting, how have you? taken those lessons and applied them to, I guess, your financial discipline? That's a really good question, Eric. Um, I, I, love, I, I love the topic of finance because it used to be a, and money, because it used to be a really big fear of mine. Uh, and what I mean by that is I, I hated it. Anytime someone brought up money, mm. I hated it. I really avoided it. I didn't like talking about it. Was and you'd have to, well, I was about to say you'd have to be my therapist to know why that is, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My fault. I just clicked out. All right, I'm back. Um, it was because of lack of education, but also lack of, I, I hadn't hit that stage in my life where I realized, damn, I love facing my fears, mm. lining them up and knocking them down. And it's not like I beat them. And then I win. Like you gotta face them every day. That's what discipline to me is. Um, what I realized was the uh, 
the freedom associated with the discipline. Mm. So can you ask your, your question one more time? Yeah. If you, if you, so, um, I said, how, how have you basically taken the discipline that you've built from acting or the discipline that you've learned from perfect. acting and applied that to your personal finance, the discipline that's, that's, a, utilizing your personal that's a really good question. Um, as I had said, <laughs> I love that question because that leads me to something I wanted to talk about you with based off your book in the smoker mindset, <laughs> everyone, everyone should go get it, read it really, really nice, smooth read, not long as you guys can see, and just some gems in there. Um, love it. That, brother. Appreciate that. Y yeah, man. Um, it, here I am talking about honesty and everything with acting, mm -hmm. but you don't want to overshare as an actor for instance like you don't want to give away your power so it's 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 all about balance and and that to me is a pattern i've seen in a lot of things mm. balance um it it money puts a magnifying glass on certain things in my opinion mm. same with finance um you can be the most disciplined person in the world but if you're still a liar or if you're still compromised mentally in some state mm -hmm. I guarantee you the one area of your life that won't be fully disciplined and I don't guarantee this but I believe this would be finance because finance is very it's like it's kind of like the last and first thing in terms of mm -hmm. self-discipline in my opinion Yes, it's the it's usually a big reason why people become disciplined, why they mature, why they grow up. They have bills and children and other things and family and life gets really real, really fast and really words fall short. You know, bills like still coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets it gets downright painful, bro. So, and that's as I said, that's words fall short. A lot of people have been through experiences that one cannot imagine so it that magnifying glass was very apparent and big for me mm. and i guess what i'm what i'm trying to say i can word it better finance is such a good indicator mm. correlates to me with discipline mm. i would agree so so i'm really lucky to have an older brother who many multiple older brothers one's one's a lawyer one's a financial advisor one's an entrepreneur um everybody doing something they're trying man <laughs> that's all that's all you can do they're doing a lot though i i got i got a healthy amount of respect and love for them especially given what they've done in the past few years i could ramble about them i will actually throw a shout out to cody um Strive 365 is a nonprofit he he really helps and works with and it does a lot of work in Milwaukee, um, inner city, mm -hmm. kids, kids, adults. It's 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 specifically um, using athletics to combat trauma. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's 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 amazing, amazing stuff and yeah, teaching send me, self. Send me their info. For sure, for sure. So, um my brother Tyson and I were having this talk about 
self-discipline. And I had said, like, even in my most disciplined times, financially, I, in my opinion, I hadn't hit a flow mm. or a mode or a way of thinking where I was disciplined the way I was in other areas of life. Mm -hmm. When I was really fortunate and booked the first movie and got to be on what's called a Taft-Harley report, which means you have enough lines in the movie that you're a primary role oh, wow. and you'll be put in the credits and stuff. That's, that's what's that's up. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Everyone's got to go see that and support um, Jake what, Scott. What's the movie called? Sienna Miller, Christina Hendricks, and, and all the other, Will Sasso, and all the other beautiful cast. Um, uh, the American Woman. It was originally... I actually don't know if I can say what it originally was. So I'll just say <laughs> the American woman. <laughs> all right. um, but I love that film. It's, it's cool. It's, it's near and dear to me because it was also my first experience working with movie stars, mm -hmm. you know, superstars, just the absolute animals and beasts at what they do. Like, yeah. and realizing that it's a bell curve and that they're human. And that I I can get in that ring too. Anyone can get in that ring. And that's why you got to always stay to get back on topic. Discipline. And not to harp on discipline. What I found, I say flow a lot instead mm -hmm. of discipline. And the reason I say flow is because of the flow mind state, neurologically, the science that goes on. And we've researched recently. And by we, I mean humans a lot smarter than me. <laughs> um, who it's basically an instance of it is like when time passes and you just effortlessly go through time because you're so focused on what you're doing or so not focused or just for whatever reason you it's, it's meditative i call it active meditation um but i can't reach that flow state and and in it and reach a state of efficiency and effectiveness until in my opinion discipline is there mm. so to get back to your question too about how is finance finance was and budgeting and being honest and not prideful and clouded mm. really um really was were weaknesses of mine and that's why when, when you came across, you know, my path in terms of the music business, I, I was just like, absolutely, in no way am I going to do anything but nurture this connection because I need <laughs> some help. I need some help. You write about it in your book. And sometimes you just know deep down when someone is capable of helping when they put on their oxygen mask first mm. and now can help you put on yours you know and i i won't lie i'm not going to sit here and act like i was drowning in debt or bills people have way harder things than i go through but but i'm human too and i've i've yeah i've definitely had my struggles um and seen family specifically go through struggles that as a young man is, is, is not comfortable to see, you know, yeah. you don't like seeing loved ones in that situation when you can't help them. 
And that's what I realized specifically, helping the keyword, like nothing wrong with admitting you have a weakness, that's you know? A, yes, yes, I agree. That's And that's hard for, for us as men, though. That is absolutely culturally, societally, but in sports and stuff, you learn, yo, you injured, you put your hand up and you get out of the game. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're going to score a goal on us. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be on you for not fessing up that you're hurt and trying to act tough. Mm-hmm. Nothing tough about acting, you know what I mean? And when I say that, I laugh. Yeah. Cause I, here I am. There's nothing tough about being fake as long as I'm yeah. and being dishonest. Nothing tough about it. It's actually the opposite of tough, in my opinion. It's sensitive and soft. It's giving in to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's coughing out mm-hmm. very quickly, too. And the more you do that, I don't say this to scare people, but the more you do that, the more you wire your brain that that's okay, you know? Yeah. And not just your brain, your body, your soul, whatever you want to call it, you, like. That's why it's, it's cool because you talk about, you know, finding your flow. And, you know, I think that's – it's it, there. <laughs> the equation for it makes sense once you start to put the pieces together, right? Like, you know, well, in order to, you know, start, start working towards this goal that I have for myself, you know, step one is I need to identify what's holding me back. Then I, you mm. know, I, have to, I have to get rid of those, right? Those bad habits. Then I have to adopt the good habits, you know, then I have to learn, then I have to have the discipline to keep, you know, utilizing those habits over an extended amount of time to make it, my new, you know, my new go-to and not, not revert back to like old ways. Right. So, but, so all of it plays its role together, but you can't do it without all the pieces. If that makes sense. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. And it applies to, to so many different areas. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that in a lot of your podcasts and that's kudos to you, man, when you can see the patterns, read them and execute in the form of communicating about them and when i say patterns i'm being very vague what i'm saying is connecting the dots Mm -hmm. seeing reoccurring themes in multiple areas of your life and admitting that you can't see it all Mm -hmm. there are many reoccurring themes that we do not see in our lives Mm -hmm. that's why you know when i met you i was like yo here's a perfect example of someone who I feel comfortable being honest with yeah, and therefore can receive honesty back. Mm-hmm. And it's that age old, you know, quote, you don't want friends, business partners, people in your life that are going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You should, you need people that are going to tell you what you have to hear. Two minds are always going to be smarter than one. I don't care if that one mind is a genius. Yep. You know, two minds, that number, like humans, that aspect of humans matters. Like something weird happens when you get two minds going back and forth or three minds or four minds. Um, you just get a lot more synapses, in my opinion, brain-wise and, and, and flow, for example. It's easier to get into the flow. Um, and that brings me to something I wanted to talk about, which isn't... I. One thing I like, because 
I know, I know trust is a big supporter, but, um, meditation in terms of being an actionable thing you can do mm. that helps in, increase, in my opinion, self-discipline. And that's a perfect thing because like, there's so, so many things out there now in terms of like, and I know you hate this, but the Instagram influence influencer who promises they'll teach you real estate or do this mm -hmm. or that or inspire you every day mm -hmm. but there's a subscription for 9.99 per month mm -hmm. and don't get it don't get me wrong everyone has to get paid and as a business owner you should always value and monetize your brand mm -hmm. to the best of your ability but you also want to be honest as yeah. a salesman you got to stand by your product you know you got to stand by that quality So what I'm getting at is like, everyone wants a shortcut, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone wants that shortcut. It's so fascinating to me that one of the easiest shortcuts, your breath, following your breath, it's right there, focusing on it. Even if it causes your shoulders to come up and you, you get tense and you hate it, there will be resistance, especially to people who don't like meditating. It's the most natural shortcut there is, though, to me. You know, I, and I'm completely biased because I'll be honest, I was raised by a mom from who's out from Colorado, out west, has done incredible things in her life, including gone to Nepal and traveled amongst the himalayas and been with sherpas and chose some very some time ago to commit herself wow. to buddhism and and that religion mm -hmm. um sorry i always mess up and she's taught me this buddhism isn't a religion it's um a way of life or practice because you can be hindu buddhist you can be christian buddhist catholic buddhist you can be um all sorts of buddhists and this isn't this isn't a plug on, on Buddhism. What I'm trying to do is give a uh, accurate reflection of, of me yeah. um, and what I believe and think. And listen, man, you, you struggle with self-discipline. You wake up, meditate five minutes, go throughout your day, be as lazy as you want. I don't care. Like do all the whatever. And then meditate five minutes before you go to bed. And you do that for a week. Things are going to get uncomfortable for you in terms of that laziness. You're going to notice things that you mm. were ignorant and purposely blinded yourself from before. And not ignorant, but the subconscious is a powerful thing and protects us mm. deeply, deeply protects us, in my opinion. You know, so the issue is too much medicine can be poison. You got to, you got to find that balance of where your subconscious might be tired bro like damn like you're you're putting all this this trust and this work on something that you can't control so why not work with something you can control which is the conscious you know and to me meditation is like taking meditation is like taking a shower it, it, to be to be even blunter it's like wiping your bum after going to the bathroom because it's it's not glorious it's not the way it, the way in my opinion it is nowadays mm -hmm. the 
way everyone's trying to meditate and be mindful and, and all this stuff, which I love and is great. And there should be more of a movement, but don't lie to people and tell them that if you meditate once, you're going to change their lives mm. and they're going to see the light, like chill out with that, like be honest with them and, 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 and admit that it's a process like anything else. You know, you got to put in the time, you got to put in the reps. And when you do, you will begin to feel stronger mm. for good or for bad. Like you, whether or not you're moral is a whole nother question that, yeah. that I'm not going to go into, but you will be more efficient as a person. That's, I think that's huge. I mean, especially dealing with the realm of personal finance and, you know, sounds like I already talking about, you know, becoming more aware of yourself. And I think that, I mean, everything I talk about is, kind of like talking about becoming more aware of yourself for the betterment of yourself right so um it's uh, you know the reason I I talk about so many pieces and try to tie so many pieces into personal finances because I think one of the biggest mistakes people make when they're trying to escape the debt trap and you know being unorganized with their finances and feeling you know overwhelmed is that they try to only focus on the spreadsheets and the numbers but they don't realize that mm. you're it's it's much bigger than just the spreadsheets and the numbers yeah you can put it on there and say it didn't work but it didn't work because you didn't you know become the person willing to take the necessary actions to make sure that those numbers worked right like if you sit here and you budget you know a hundred dollars for going out this month but you go to the club four times this month and spend a hundred dollars every every time you're out well you already blew that but you could do that by addressing you got to address the activity maybe you replace going to the club with something that's going to push you forward or you know you can spend so well said book or or you know listening to a podcast or learning something or even just spending time with family or friends and like really you know spending that time but there's one of those things cost money right like exactly exactly and that's what i was just about to say continue please i i love this oh yeah but but, you know, so I, I and I, I, I like to stress to everyone. I, I try to stress in my messaging that, you know, the more of a complete individual, you know, you can become and more aware of yourself and you can address these actions and notice these things that are holding you back. It's not. Yeah, it's going to help you financially, which is great, but it's also going to help you with everything else, too. It's going to help you in your job. It's going to help you with your friendships. It's going to help you, you know, with, with your significant other. Um, you know, it's going to help you with, with self, right? Cause like we don't, people don't ever really talk about, you know, being happy with yourself, but I can guarantee if you start doing things that you can be proud of every day, like, and you know, that you're the efforts that you put into the day are steadily moving the needle forward. You're going to feel a lot better about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Literally physically, mentally, all of it. Um, you touch on such an important point to me, Eric, it's, and I love how, how you framed it. It's very well said. Um, because the next thing I wanted to talk about was moral mm. and how that plays into stuff um, and how it's all connected, you know, mm. and, and you're not sitting on a high horse preaching down at people. You're, you're actually, to me, in the trenches, helping, assisting, learning, mm -hmm. always humbly learning every day, knowing that you don't know this is what I wanted to say. And I have to cut off what I was about to say, because this is, this just needs to be said. And I, 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 I needed to say it to you because after what you just said, it was, we're about to alley you a bit, Eric. Let's get you, yeah, <laughs> you, 
by the way, I'm not the one dunking. I'm not 6'10". You, you, uh, you talk about morals being, in my opinion, and other stuff being, being all connected to finance. Um, and that's not what you said. I'm kind of putting words in your mouth. But what you, what you were getting at, and correct me if I'm wrong, was it is all connected in terms of you want to be proud of the work you've done and where you've placed your time mm-hmm. and energy. Mm-hmm. you don't just want to be a little proud of that you know you want to be borderline egotistical in my opinion like like right on that edge of being arrogant without being arrogant mm. you want to be confident is mm-hmm. what i'm saying why is it sound corny and why do people hide behind that I'm saying like other people, I notice there's a stigma in modern society. People are like, nah, that's corny. Like, I'm going to go out. Nah, like spend time with the family, to be a goody two-shoes, do all that free stuff. Now I'm going to go blow bag. How can you not see it's all connected in a good way? Meaning if you put in the good time and the good energy and the good stuff that you're proud of, that your subconscious is proud of and your, your conscious that your just whole being is proud of. How can you not see that correlation yet? You know, deeply that there is correlation in terms of a bad way mm-hmm. when you make those mistakes. And now you feel the repercussions because you can't pay for your grandmother's groceries when she asked you, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Like small stuff like that, yeah. that become snowball and become really big issues and now your mental health is spiraling and now you can't get a job because your mental health is out of control it's bad and good to me are, are just it's just a spectrum you know morals whatever word you want to put on it sin bad stuff good stuff miracles it's all just a spectrum mm-hmm. and they balance each other out and that's just what I, that's my opinion uh, um yes you know that it's it's, like, it's called like polarity Say exactly true. polarity one is the absence of the other but i like polarity more um yeah and and that that does frustrate me i'll be honest that frustrates frustrates me when i see other people prioritizing suffering over living mm. dying slow versus experiencing but you know that's 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 a good point because but but it's, it's difficult right because the person that's suffering while while we while someone may see them as in that position they might not necessarily see themselves in that position you know, like so it's and I think that's 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 why it's so important to have these conversations and to like try to be the the person to bring to help people see that you know what I'm saying like that's why. You know, it kind of goes like the value thing, right? Like, well, if I know I can, hey, I'm going to work to help you to help that person see these things. Like, hey, let's go to, hey, well, why don't we try this this week? You know, like, or, hey, why don't we do that this week? Right? Like, and it, it finding subtle ways to kind of make those adjustments. Because it's hard. Like, I, 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 you know, me dealing with uh, personal finance now with playing, you know, there, there's times I'll sit down and I'll, I'll be in certain like rooms and have conversations with people and I'll listen to what they're they're talking about. And like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is what you said you do for work. This is, this is this. I'm like, yo, why are you doing that? You know, and it's like, oh, well, 
I deserve it, you know, so, or I'm good. Like I, I make all my bills on time. And it's just like, you, know, you can't see the bigger picture and you, you can't, mm. see it's very difficult to. Like, Bro, you, know, you, you, you really hit the nail on the head, so to speak. Um, because I, I don't want to sit on a high horse, high horse either and patronize people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not where, where that's not my intention. Um, when you're suffering, you, in my experience, you cannot see. You're blind. Mm-hmm. You're, you're worse than blind. What's going on directly in front of you, and that's it. You're fighting for your life. You're just trying to survive. And that's, mm-hmm. that's that fight or flight. That's primal. Like, and there's nothing. I don't. That that has saved our species and our race for millennium. Who knows how long? But there's a time and place, as we said, for everything. And eventually you got to stop thinking that working harder is working smarter. It's just not. And I've been beaten so many times in in competitive ways in terms of whether it's sports, athletics, sorry, that's the same thing, (laughs) athletics, academics, um, business, acting, art, anything that is remotely comparative like comparisons are made until I hit that point where I realized what my, a lot of my brothers taught me comparison is the thief of joy. You know, Mm. there is no need to compare. And that is a actual systematic, in my opinion, not to make people think of conspiracy theorists. That's a systematic thing that has been cemented into our society for a reason. Mm. And that reason was to profit off of the masses to profit off of others hard work well said like it's not you know it's it's um and i i i love talking about this eric because i don't get frustrated anymore you know i used to get emotional but now prince and others you have taught me really the value of not letting emotion supersede your intelligence Mm. um balancing them out that doesn't mean letting your intelligence supersede your emotions either because that's another form of out of balance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to go back to that nail that you hit on the head and touch on it one more time and just reinforce if you are suffering in any realm, especially finance. Take a leap of faith. You got nothing to lose. You're in rock bottom. Like, Take a chance at believing you can feel comfortable again mm. in a way that you literally can't imagine because it's so foreign to you and so distant from you. Take that take that little bit of hope that I know is there because it's the human condition. We're all cursed and blessed with it mm-hmm. and expand on it, you know, see where it leads, especially in terms of being in the now and making change the only time i've made effective change in my life or not the only time but most of the time is when i notice i'm doing something that might be a mistake or wrong Mm -hmm. or a habit or whatever it is realizing emotionally 
I'm like, yo, I want to stop doing this. I'm tired of this. And then immediately, without even thinking, mm. muscle memory, my hand, my decision-making, so to, I'm saying my hand, so to speak, figuratively, but decision-making, I make a decision to, 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 like you said, do something small or large mm -hmm. that will change my situation. And, and, and yeah, like to me, it's all about in the now, a lot of people who have amazing, not sob stories, but amazing, traumatic, crazy, you know, underdog stories. Mm -hmm. They'll talk about, I'll take a very broadly known actor, Dwayne, the rock John. Mm -hmm. He has a production company called Seven Bucks Entertainment because he remembers the days when he only had seven bucks in his pocket and he couldn't buy a candy bar because he, he had to save that money for a taxi to get to his next job. And his mom was, this is all on the internet, so I'm not like saying anything that's not known. Yeah. And he's talked about it. His mom was mentally ill and going through her struggle and was suicidal at times. And he, where I was going is there's a reason he called his production company, which is now one of the biggest marketing and other powerhouses in the world, billions of dollars. There's a reason he called it seven bucks. We have to be careful as Americans of, in my opinion, masochism mm -hmm. and being addicted to suffering and pain because we are such natural hard workers it's rooted in our society like in my opinion call me biased national call me biased i'm i know some of the hardest workers in my opinion are american in the world but that does not mean we are the smartest workers and I, i'm getting off topic what i'm trying to say is there's a reason Dwayne The Rock Johnson named it Seven Bucks. He talks about there being a reason. He keeps that at the forefront of his mind. And that's just an example. That's a tough guy example, too. That's someone who, as he even admits, needs to go to therapy and talk some shit out. Sorry. Talk some stuff out because, um, long story short, you got to find what focuses you. Mm -hmm what would really woke you up at certain points in your life. And it does not have to be pain. Like everyone thinks it has to be pain. It could be beauty. It could be just a weird feeling. Like it could be regular existence, but every now and then you hit that, that flow where you're honest, you're proud of your work. Like you said, you're doing what you need to. You're just on top of it. Even if you've only felt that once in your life, some people have never felt that, mm. but it goes back to what we were saying before, where like, just humble yourself and your sight and vision and realize you cannot see it all. You can't see the areas that need to be worked on because they need to be worked on. Mm. And one of the biggest issues is not connecting, you know, mind, body and, and action, emotion, executive functioning, basically. But I'm hopping all around the place to sum it all up. your why is important why you do something why you do this 
And if you can tap into a why, in my opinion, that's bigger than you, just your dreams, you know, if it's a dream, it, it doesn't have to be other people's dreams, but maybe it's a dream of making vegetables safe for everyone to eat. And I'm saying a ridiculous example because one, it's not that ridiculous. Some people can't say, eat vegetables. That's actually, that's actually a, a, a real, real thing. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. What I meant, what I appreciate it. What I meant is whatever difference you want to make in this world, find that balance between the hope ir absolute irrational hope that is like i'm gonna be and i'm not trying to make fun of people that want to be president but like i'm gonna be president like do not discount that because of being realistic but then also add in all your doubt fear and other stuff that have uses you know, and balance it out with what's realistic, what's not, and keep certain things at the front of your mind at all times. Mm. There are certain non-negotiable things. If you want to change your life and get better, it's just non-negotiable. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people with self-discipline and finance and stuff have issues with, especially Americans, is not to generalize, but especially men too, submission, submitting. Submitting is not retreating, in my opinion. Or no, retreating is not submitting, is what I meant to say. Mm. Re retreating is not concession, conceding the point. Mm -hmm. retreating, retreating is tactical. Read yeah. Art of War, read, yeah. go through. I don't have to tell you, bro. Like, this is a perfect time as i have done sometimes but eric as always thank you for your service um appreciate you brother. It, yeah man sincerely thank you um and thank you for what you're doing now you're serving in my opinion still you're serving certain stuff that i believe in deeply you know i appreciate, um, appreciate yeah bro yeah um but it's just, it's just fascinating to me how we could talk here. And, and a lot of the time, especially with podcasts, people talk about the same thing with different words, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, there's, a, there's a difference between that and going in circles. Mm -hmm. To me, that's building. Like we're laying brick, mm -hmm. one brick on top of the other. So yeah, we're in the same longitude and latitude like we're in the same place but we're not at the same height we're not the same depth the same. maybe we're not using brick anymore maybe we're using marble maybe we're talking about you know what i mean like mm -hmm. there's always additions and subtractions to this thing we call life for good and for bad but if you really connect with people and admit when you need help it's like a superpower it's crazy yeah things just start solving itself for you. Like that's what I've experienced and I haven't even implemented it to the max. Everything I'm talking about, I just want to be very clear because I haven't done a podcast before or an extended interview or anything along those lines. And I'm honored to do it with you, Eric. 
is all one of my favorite things to think about is in the grand scheme of knowledge and all this stuff like we we know very little and and that's comforting to me because mm. that lifts some responsibility from my shoulders i have to control my piece mm. the piece that i'm really talented and put here to control and know everything else i can delegate mm. everything else i can get help from from my select circle mm. yep so it's it's really a team mentality in everything you do because you're not alone and you can't isolation will kill you in my opinion that it will kill you it'll kill you quicker than anything in terms of obviously not physical death but i'm not just talking about physical death i'm talking about a lot of different things like it deep things it it, it will really alter your soul in my opinion isolation and that's why without getting political i have a i have my own agendas you know i have my my work and stuff that i know i'm gonna affect and and i'm not saying i'm gonna win it and beat it but i'm i'm not dreaming about being in movies anymore you know i'm not dreaming about being a successful actor the morality piece has absolutely permeated my life the same way when i was mentally ill at times the mental illness piece permeated my finances my relationships my and when i say permeated i mean bled into it mm. it 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 was all connected the good is connected in the exact same way mm. and it and it you got to be careful because that that the whole thing you can be a workaholic real fast yeah that's an addiction that's an yep. addiction too and that goes back to our first point that you made and you 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 answered the question it within the question because you said how do you balance work and life and all these things like how do you balance it and the exact answer not to get too philosophical and woo woo but it's balanced that's how you do it you know what i mean like it's not some mystical hidden secret but it is hidden in terms of you don't realize it till you get older and go through certain things yeah and that's that's the last thing that I'll touch on and then I'd love to just if you have anything else questions concerns comments I'd love to hear them because I've been talking this whole time bro hey, um I well I appreciate your patience um it uh and listening you're a very good listener bro um thank you, thank you. yeah it uh If you want help balancing things, sometimes you're gonna need someone to hold one of the things. Mm. You know, that's 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 a bar right there. <laughs> Been hanging around with too many artists, man. You'll <laughs> never catch you'll never catch me on any sort of musical track. I don't think, even though I might <laughs> I might have ad libbed one many many years ago. Um, and the reason I say that because. I love when people know themselves and I love music so much that I've, I've now implemented it in my life in terms of business and like putting food on the table and other stuff. So what I mean by that is I'll God willing or higher power willing always be connected to music now in this life. 
for the rest of my life, you know? So I just thought of another topic because I was about to say the reason it's for the rest of my life is just like, I, I want to, I was raised by a father who taught me that actually, and I got to be careful about saying this because Pete, this is a slippery slope, but why, why would I want to retire versus finding something that I will do till the end of my days mm. that I love so much that I'll do till the end of my days. But I do substantiate that with you got to be very careful because that can be workaholism. Because, I mean, I think for me, right, like I'm not, I don't believe in the typical wait till you're, you know, 65 and a half to retire mindset either. Like, yo, if you can, the point, I think the the, the point mm. is, you know, to retire yourself, if you can build something passively to cover your expenses and you're comfortable with the lifestyle that you're living right now and can maintain that forever, you know, you get something passively to cover that, then now your time is back. And with that time freedom, you can actually spend time doing something that you have a passion for, which would then continue to build income, but it won't be just like a job that you have to get to 65. It's going to just be you living your life, but also you get to make some income from it. Perfectly explained and, and I'm very adequate. I agree complete, completely in terms of, that's what I was trying to get at too, is, is like, changing it's corny as we've said before but changing the whole idea of work yeah versus no, it's definitely it's it shouldn't be corny you know and i think the people that under it's like oh wow that makes sense they'll realize yeah it's corny you know and it's gonna the ones that call it corny at some point are gonna say hey maybe they're onto something right i mean but yeah i see what you're saying there i'm still tripped up and trying to read my audience too much sometimes but but i like i like what you just said um and i agree with it too it, it yeah that's very true, Eric. Um, I don't get frustrated anymore because of what exactly what you just said. I don't get fr as frustrated is what I'll say because of what you just said. When it comes to people who judge free advice, free experience, yeah, free perspective, that doesn't bother me because I'm just like, yo, you haven't gotten to the point in your life where you need it yet. Yeah, And that's crazy to me because maybe that person's from a rougher background than me or from has some sort of something that, that I didn't experience and I was shielded from, mm -hmm. you know? And that helps me realize it's actually not about all that, mm. you know? It's not about the amount of pain, pain is subjective. It is. So, so it's more about what you do with that pain. Where do you place that pain in this world? Where are your outlets? What are your, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing with your time and energy? Cause that's all, as we've talked about before, like that's literally one of the reasons I hated money was cause I was offended cause I was so esoteric and out there and in my artist vibe that, and I came up, I'll be honest with a family who supported and provided for me. Mm -hmm. and helped me and protected me which is which is what everyone should desire i think everyone i i agree i thing. agree it's not a bad yes thing. yes 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 agreed i, I appreciate you substantiating that what a, i was like wait what are you saying at first uh, <laughs> i see what you're saying um and i want to cement what you're saying why people should understand it
the reason there's certain systematic things that cause certain people, in my opinion, to profit off of a lot of other people, the masses, some people would be like, oh, it's just capitalism. That's not true, in my opinion. Hmm. That's, that's the same, like, why ban a whole idea just because of the way it's been played out in one instance? And by one instance, I mean all of our lives, like this life that we have. There's a difference between competition and collaboration and, and, and teamwork versus interfighting. But if you, if I'm trying to think of how to word this, Eric. One of the reasons I hate, as I've said, that I hated money was not under, was due to, hate's a strong word. One of the reasons I feared money was um, my, as I said, my lack of understanding and not educating myself around it. Mm. Um, that fear, I thought, was because of my own upbringing like I was like oh I was privileged so I never had to like think about it that's not true there are many instances as I had said where I saw family members went through myself felt the sting of money mm -hmm. so behaviorally you know during the summer me and my best friend because we didn't we had what I, I'm just going to put some judgment on this and anyone can judge me for saying this, but we had good parents who they weren't giving us an allowance or money. Like we, we, we did chores, took the trash out and perfect. We took chores and did the trash out and, and would do what we needed to do as a family member. But we're not going to get, you're not going to get rewarded for that because that's healthy living. Like that's, that's teamwork. Yeah. We ain't getting no allowance in the house either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what I'm saying is the, the money might've been there to have an allowance, mm -hmm. but that shows my, my parents prioritized. So they said, all right, we have X amount of money. We have a budget. What can we spend our money on? Education, non-negotiable. That's what we're doing. Mm trips to see family non-negotiable that's what we're doing mm. logan wants an xbox hell no that's not what we're doing <laughs> sorry for spraying like um stuff like that like i see to me what you and especially some of your network um trust and others um it's really about freedom to me which i love because that's that's really cool man like that's and i reserve the word cool man for when i love it <laughs> when i'm in my zone like that that immediately puts me in my zone because um to go back to the moral piece that we talked about for instance, this this hat, one of the other things I do in terms of work that I'm really lucky to do is, is brand ambassadorship. Mm. And I work with a nonprofit called uh, The Exodus Road. 
Oh. Rescue. Empowering rescue. Um, and their one of their slogans is "Until all are free." They work directly with um, a lot of ex-military and other um, governments throughout the world um, in regards to human trafficking. Oh wow! Which is a huge, yeah, it's a huge, huge uh, business. You know, and I say that because. Yeah, words fall short, bro. Like I don't like you. I'm not gonna get political, but you to me. When I thank you for your service and stuff, the reason I'm thanking you is because I know you now, mm. and I know the type of person you are, and therefore I I don't know fully, but I know somewhat why you served mm. and what you were intending on doing and protecting and stuff so that's why i think you know what i mean I, i'm not walking up to anyone and thanking them to be honest just because yeah. i have a chip i have a chip on my shoulder and, and at the end of the day a job's a job and some do it well some do it bad mm -hmm. but i am respectful of those who have given time and sacrificed so much the 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 sacrifice is the key word because words fall short but the moral piece is important to me. Like I didn't start taking social media seriously. I used mm -hmm. to like really treat it as a joke because I thought it was very pervasive and negative. Mm -hmm. And I thought a lot of people were fake on it, which they are, but that's fine. Like that's, yeah. that's life. Like it's not a big deal. You don't have to take it personally, bro. Yeah. If anything, you can take advantage of that by being real mm -hmm. and standing amongst, standing against the grain. So when I got to start to work with Exodus Road, um, the same way as if I needed like a bill or a bill to be paid or knew I needed a budget for something or wanted to do something and was like, all right, well, how do we get there? And then start planning. Like, these are my options. These, this is my option. This is my option. This is my option. Like one option is work. Maybe another is a loan. Um, Maybe another is work overtime. Maybe the other one is work three jobs. You know, it, you just have a, the world is your oyster in terms of choice to some extent. But what I'm getting at is if you challenge yourself morally, every part of your life is going to be challenged. Mm. We get set in our morals. I think that's crazy. I think that's so backwards in Stone Age, it's not even funny. Why would you be static in your morals when you have seen throughout history morals being compromised again and 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 again, and again, and again by, by sometimes really disciplined, great people making small mistakes that lead to really big mistakes? Mm -hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo said it. Shout out to the World Cup. He said it when he lost a kid and he told his coaches and other people he wasn't going to preseason because he was going to be with his family and his wife. He said, my morals are non-negotiable. Mm. And I really felt that not just because of the dramaticness of what he's saying, because here's a man who just went through one of the most inexplicable tragedies that I would 
could possibly conceptualize. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't wish that on my enemy. Dude. Yeah. But what I'm saying is in order to be successful and your definition of success is up to you. You don't have to be Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, you can be the corner store person who brightens everyone's day. And that, that sounds corny again, but I'm, I'm only going to sound corny at times because my morals are non-negotiable now. And I'm proud of that. I have pride in that. And I admit that they absolutely will change in the future. My morals are fluid and with space time, they change. But what I mean by that is there's a line, you know, you can set a border mm. and say, I've never crossed this line. I'm never going to cross this line and never say never, but say, I haven't crossed this line. I'm not going to cross this line. Or just say, I'm not crossing this line. You don't have to say never. You don't have to say always. Those are often lies. This is why I say morals are fluid because any form of, in my opinion, staticness, like stationariness in terms of life and comparing it, comparing life to something static, as you and I have talked about, Eric, it's, it's just, it's, it's so inaccurate. It's not even funny. Like I, it, it's, it's man-made the idea of static even ice molecules move a little like yeah. everything has movement energy not everything but you know what i mean so i don't know it's it's, it's just fascinating to me that you'd be surprised by how many people get it and are tapped in mm -hmm. and that's why you know i think the sky's the limit for you and commander commander lifestyle and a lot of the brands you're working on the smoker mindset you know I'm going to push you one day to write another book because I need more than yeah, just this. I need it. Works. There's a couple in the works. And I shouldn't have said just this, brother. This is uh, it's magnificent. And I, I love it because I can reread it again and again and again and again and again. And that's, that's what I do because it helps. You know, that's the only thing that I really wanted to say on this podcast with you was find what truly helps mm. and i have no qualms no problem saying that you know because yeah. some people are gonna be like but logan a bottle helps or drinking and drugging helps or promiscuous life helps like it it, it dulls the pain does it help it's my question does it help mm. i hear you it dulls the pain mm. I'm in the state where I don't, I don't want to dull any pain. What? I want to feel it all. And that's not in a masochism way. That's in a sensitive way. I need to be able to feel it in order to counterbalance it healthily. Mm. I need to know where my pain and other stuff, the same way I need to know where my money's coming in and where it's going out. Mm -hmm. And I don't just need to know it. We're all connected. So you got to, this is where I'm a stoic. You got to think like you might not live to see tomorrow. Write this down. Have record of this. Trust in other people who, 
who know what you're about and have a vision similar to yours. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, th- I think to, to kind of go into one of the last things too is, you know, people, when you want to become better at anything at the end of the day, where, um, you know, especially on the, your financial journey, which is, of course, is going to include your journey of becoming a better person, right? Becoming a, a value add, as I like to say, um, you have to be willing to do the work. You know, a lot of people want want the goal, but don't want to put in the time necessary to attain it. They want to go from where they are now to, you know, accomplishing it. And I think, you know, that if people could focus on, you know, <clears throat> doing doing all of the work, identifying, okay, what do I need to get skilled at? What do I need to learn? And like we said earlier, investing in education, right? Maybe instead of spending, you know, all this money on eating out or, you know, going out and partying every weekend, like now you take a, a little bit of that money and you start buying courses or buying books to educate mm-hmm. yourself, to, to, convince, to, to continue that development going forward, mm-hmm. right? And then like, as you do that work, things will start falling into place. You know, you read some books on mindset. Next thing you know, like you ha- you're starting to get a different way of thinking as you're applying the things you learn from these books. You read, you know, you start, you know, budgeting. All of a sudden, a couple months, you realize that, oh, you actually have a structure, a better structure to your budget. You know how, where everything is. You know how to use it. You're more comfortable and you're starting to save more money and you're starting to make better decisions when it comes to money. And it's like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? But it all comes through doing the work. A hundred percent. And I'm going to challenge you by playing devil's advocate a little in, in the sense that we've been agreeing this whole time because we definitely, as I had said before, there's similar visions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the challenge part is I would say people aren't ready for the work, Eric. Mm-hmm. They got to do first. You got to yeah. do, you got to get up, go for a walk, not reach for something or or your phone or you know what i mean you got to do you got to do and that comes from my acting like you you really got to start doing mm-hmm. and connecting the mind to the body and that sounds spiritual and la 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 but i'm actually just talking about science yeah talking about getting up getting some daylight in your eyes you know mm-hmm. waking up and and then all these things are connected when you feel better you are better and you work better mm-hmm but it goes back to that other discussion we had where, let's be honest, man, half of us as civilians, we're hamstrung, we're burnt out, we're, we're tired, not tired, tired is an understatement, burnt out. Mm-hmm. There are doctors, especially after COVID, there are doctors, teachers. I was, I was very lucky enough to work during um, COVID with some students in, in the education system where I grew up. And the only people who aren't burnt out are their children. And that's because they can just adapt. Yeah. Everyone else is freaking out. Like, yo, this is crazy. Why are we, why, why do we have technology if we don't use it in a way that helps and alleviates some of our work? But it really goes back to what you're saying, which is do the work and things. I will, I would dumb it down just to do first mm-hmm. then do the work mm-hmm. then we can go into all the stuff that we just did basically which is you know looking back hindsight is twenty twenty, evaluating comparing meeting talking 
collaborating, planning, Mm -hmm. you know, I skipped a lot of steps in my life. I'll be honest where I didn't learn how to do the work at times. Mm -hmm. And and listen, there's nothing. That's not, that's not, yeah. To you, like I could same here. Like there's there's plenty of yeah. stuff. Where, I mean, we spoke about plenty of stuff where it's like, oh yo, I've been there too, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's part of the process. And I think the important part is when you experience the the shortfall, right? Is you can't change that. But what you can do is if you take the time to actually learn why you experienced it and make sure you don't do those things again. Mm. That's the important part. People will keep running into the same issue and never changing what they're doing to put them in a situation to experience the issue. You know what I'm saying? It's a definition of insanity. Yeah. But, you know, um, you know, going into what you said too, about, you know, do right. And I think that, that I like that, that is the, the do piece, right. Because it goes to, you know, kind of like the, Oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. Right. But tomorrow can become, exactly. but tomorrow can become never very quick, you know, like, so, if you want to do something, you make it, you know, you want to get budget, you want to get your finances together. You want to get a better relationship with your, with your parents or your siblings, like just start, right? Like, Oh, I, I want exactly. to more like you literally pick the phone up and do it. Right. Just exactly. It. And if you could screen through the video camera or mic and get people to do it, I know you would, but you, you've seen that it's more effective to do what you do best, which is just listen, teach, guide you know mm-hmm. I, res- I, res- I i see that definitely and i see that in myself too doing that more and more as i get older um which is exciting for me i'm very excited about that and I, the only reason i say do is because you're right that's one of the most actionable pieces of advice i can give you besides meditation mm-hmm. go do go do something specifically that you don't want to do that weird something that's in the back of your head that you don't want to do I'm not saying do it like say that one something is write a letter to an ex. A lot of people should not write a letter to an ex. Mm. However, you can write that letter and then burn it mm. or bury it or save it or get rid of it. You don't have to send it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 getting stuff off your shoulders, especially as men. Mm. Physically, you know, women bear a lot of their weight and stress on their hips men it's on our shoulders like that's that the the weight of the world on your shoulders that's not a saying out of coincidence Mm. we are in my opinion faced in the modern age with a dilemma you know because we don't have to do this we don't have to have these discussions we don't have to do yeah we don't have to work yeah we don't like you and I could sit here all day, bro. Like, and just chop it but, up. Yeah, well, that, that's because we're friends. But, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, like, we don't... One of us would go crazy, but... You know what I, And what I mean by that is, like, one of us would be like, yo, I gotta, I gotta go do this, because that's who we are. Yeah. It's like we have schedules. We have stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but, but, but it also puts such value on interaction when you are working and you are managing your time, those special moments, these podcasts, these talks with friends, somehow you're in the driver's seat now and you're not on auto autopilot. Mm. Your eyes aren't glazing over cause you're tired. You're like, you're listening. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Whoa, I'm learning. Like I care about this person and they know that that's cool. Mm. You know, like it's, 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 um, steep work. We covered a lot of topics, man. You got me talking. Yeah. 
yeah well you know um this this i think this is about wraps it up this was a this was a good talk today my brother i i think we good you got you got anything else before we get out of here just just two things um keep your eye out for three things and then i'll give you my best secret weapon that i can give you as a salesman keep your eye out for exodus road the nonprofit. keep your eye out for in the smoker specifically <laughs> that name um if anything we say interests you you know feel free to reach out keep an eye out for Vince Baird Prince Lawrence shout out Prince um he's got some really big things coming really exciting time next year beyond excited not gonna say anymore because it's just oh yeah things are gonna speak for and itself I'll, I'll put um the information for all, all your stuff in the um in the description for the show too so people can find it and click on it and and learn beautiful beautiful well all right brother i appreciate you for being on the show today that's all we got let's get in the smoke thank you for listening to the finance bro if you feel like this episode has added value to you today then please be sure to go to amazon and purchase a copy of my book the in the smoker mindset you can also go to my website at www.inthesmoker.com and sign up for my budgeting course you can also find more information on my financial coaching and credit repair services. And if you really want to help support the brand, you can also purchase some merchandise. Let people know what In The Smoker is about. All right? I hope to see you next week. Let's get in the smoking.